Happy Halloween, everybody. And this week, we're talking about torture by the Jacksons. Let's do it. Happy Halloween, everybody. Spooky ghosts. And you know, all- we, have, we have two black cats. Uh-huh. I can't wait for them to. I hope they're jumping on some witches' brooms tonight. Uh huh. And I'm also gonna have to say, <laughs> Shimon, because uh, we're not talking about Michael Jackson, which we did last year during Spooky Hits podcast when we did yes. Thriller. Uh, but this time around, we are going to talk about the Jacksons and their uh, one of their hit songs from the '80s, uh, "Torture." So we are talking about Michael Jackson, though, for sure. I oh mean, yes, he uh, features. We're not just talking about Michael Jackson this time. No, we're talking about a whole bunch of Jacksons. Uh, should we just get into this one? Well, before we get into it, I believe oh. this is now the fourth episode that uh, Michael Jackson has played a part in the song. He was. Uh, we of course covered uh, Thriller. Yeah. And he did. He did uh, vocals on Rockwell. Somebody's watching me. Yes. And he's got uncredited backing vocals on Do the Bartman. Yes, he does. So he is now the most uh, prolific artist on the Super Hits podcast as of right now. Uh, yes, he is. And I mean, of course, I mean, he's one of the most prolific artists of the 80s and 90s. So that makes sense. would probably make sense. All right. Uh, let's get into this one. Yes. I had to bring that back. back. I've been waiting a year. Yeah. So uh, we have the Jackson 5, who, yes. when they grew up, were known as the Jacksons. Uh, we're an American pop band composed of members of the Jackson family. They were formed in 1964 in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> uh, most of their career consisted of brothers Jackie, Tito, Jermaine, Marlon, and Michael. They were managed by their father, Joe Jackson. Um, managed is quite the term <laughs> to use about how Joe Jackson handled things in his family. Uh, I'm not going to get too deep into it, uh, but it was not good. The Jackson 5 has sold more than 100 million records worldwide. Their greatest success as a group occurred in the early 70s when they were all children and teenagers. Jermaine Jackson was also successful as a solo artist. And of course, Michael Jackson became arguably the most successful artist of all time. Though everything Michael Jackson pales compared to Jermaine's daddy's home. Right? Uh, that is correct. Uh, in the, <laughs> the mid 70s, they jumped from Motown Records to Epic Records. Largely due to a dispute over, get this, royalties. Of course, all about the money, brother. Because Motown owned the name Jackson 5, the group changed their name to the Jacksons. Yes. Uh, they continued to release albums in the late 70s and early 80s and also continued to be successful, though not at the same level as early Jackson 5. In May of 1983, there was a television special which aired on NBC called Motown 25 colon, Yesterday, Today, Forever. Yes. Which was a commemoration of Motown Records. The show featured show. Yeah, the show featured many Motown artists as well as several reunions, one of which was the Jackson Five. Yeah, you can watch there's lots of this available on YouTube. It's awesome. Yeah, they performed a melody of their hits, I Want You Back, The Love You Save, and Never Can Say Goodbye, and I'll Be There. Jermaine Jackson participated in the reunion, which was his first gig with the group since 1975. But of course, the highlight of the night was Michael Jackson debuting the moonwalk during a solo performance of Billie Jean. He's, his other brothers just had no chance. No, not at, at all. At all. Following the success of the reunion, all six brothers agreed to record a sixth album for Epic, later uh, released as Victory on July 2nd, 1984. 
It was the group's 15th album. It was produced by the Jacksons, David Paik and Steve Porcaro. The, uh, uh, the album Victory is the only Jacksons album to include all six Jackson brothers as an official group. As so brother, did you, did you say Steve Porcaro? Uh, poor, uh, yeah, sorry, Porcaro. Toto, right? Yeah. Yes. What did I say? No, Porcaro. I was just, yeah. I was wondering if that's who you said. Yes. Because I recognized his name from Toto. So there we go. Ah, there you go. So Randy Jackson joined the Jacksons in 1975 when Jermaine departed. Of course, Jermaine came back. So we've got the six of them on this album. Despite the reunion, the brothers rarely worked together on the album. (laughs) It was mainly composed of solo songs the brothers had each worked on during the time. Each brother had a solo song on the album. Jermaine only uh, sings co-lead vocals with Michael on Torture. As a result, there are over a dozen studios listed as where the tracks were recorded for this LP. I, it's, it's amazing this list. Yeah. It's just it's 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 not like long scrolling because it's it's you know on, on the Wiki, but it is. I've never seen an album with this many <laughs> studios. Yeah, Victory peaked at number four in the U.S. It uh, it was uh, it had its most successful single, "A State of Shock." Yes. which peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 sales chart. That song is a duet between Michael Jackson and Mick Jagger, and I think it is super rad. There is also... Shock. There's also a demo of it with Michael Jackson and Freddie Mercury, which uh, who was originally chosen to sing with Michael Jackson, so you can find That's that on right. YouTube. A Victory was certified two times platinum by the RIAA in the United States in October of 1984. It sold a respectable 5 million copies worldwide. It was supported by the Victory Tour. Oh, I, you! I'm hoping that you were talking about this because this tour here. This is pretty amazing. I read about this like, like six months ago, just outside of this, and I was like, oh my god. So I remember once upon a time going down a Wikipedia rabbit hole, right? Yes. You, yeah. get in, you get into Michael Jackson, you get into Thriller, and you're like, well, what was the Thriller tour like? That must have been rad, right? And there was no Thriller There tour. was no Thriller tour. There was nothing. So the first opportunity that people had to see Michael perform songs from Thriller was the Victory Tour. Yes. Uh, and 1984. Yeah. So two years later. So the set list is basically fucking Michael Jackson songs, like for the most part. Like other Jacksons perform as well, of course. Jermaine gets uh, quite a bit on there. But this is a Michael Jackson tour, everybody. Oh, absolutely. Um, None of the songs from Victory were actually performed on the tour. No. Uh, Michael Jackson was basically the reason the fans bought tickets. And at the time, it was the highest grossing tour ever making $75 million, which adjusted for inflation is closer to $250 million. And that uh, of that 75, I assume Don King got like 74. Yeah, the tour was choreographed by Paul Abdul and promoted by Don King. In yes. many aspects, the tour was a bit of a disaster and could be yes. subject of an entire episode all on its own. Uh, it, a lot of venues lost a lot of money, which is amazing for this tour. Oh my God, and the guy that put, the, put it together, the, the promoter, like... He he was he was the owner of the New England Patriots, and they had to sell the team. Yes, yes, that is right. <laughs> Amazing. So I would love to see a documentary about this. You got to think that they've got enough footage. Oh, you absolutely could. You could but, get. An- but do the Jacksons want to like present themselves as you know being any sort of vulnerable at all? I I doubt it. No, probably not. No. no. So Torture was the second single from Victory. It was written by Jackie Jackson and fellow Motown veteran Kathy Wakefield. Yes, Jack, uh, yeah. getting, getting the, uh, the credit here. Yeah, Jackie was going to sing the song with Michael, but his role instead went to Jermaine. 
course it did. Uh, because his uh, Jermaine's availability for the album was in question until the last minute. The rest of the Jackson sang the chorus. Uh, the album version of the song clocks in at four minutes and 53 seconds, a little long. They yeah. cut it down for the single to four minutes and 25 seconds. Acceptable. There is a six minute and 17 second dance mix of the song, which I believe was used for the music video because the music video was yeah. very long. Yes. There are 39 versions of the single on Discogs, the most common featuring an instrumental of torture on the B side. Uh, I own the US seven inch off of Epic Records, which is super cheap and easy to find. The cover for the single features what appears to be the Jacksons on Safari. Yes, amazing. Uh, they're sitting on the hood of a car looking off at something uh, that's off camera. They have the Safari gear. One of them is holding a giant pistol. Uh, Michael yes. is holding a giant telescope and, uh, telescope and looks like he's searching for treasure. <laughs> yep. uh, I don't get it at all. It makes no sense. No. Uh, as you can imagine, there are like fucking hundreds of compilations with the Jacksons on it. Oh my god! Uh, anybody so, and any, everybody and any, anybody and everybody who would want to put this on a, on a, on a, you know, on a compilation. Yeah, a few Jackson compilations that include this track from 1989, a compilation called "The Jacksons," which features songs by the Jacksons and Michael Jackson. Nice. 1993 comp called "Best of the Jacksons," a 2007 comp called "Super Hits." Yes! And there is, of course, Can You Feel It? The Jacksons Collection. Uh, there are, again, over 2,000 compilations with hits by the Jacksons on them. Uh, so there you go. Uh, but uh, uh, when we have uh, comps that specifically feature torture, I only found a couple. I have the Hit album, 1984 compilation from CBS Records released in New Zealand, and Hit After Hit a mm. compilation released in Australia off of Concept Records, which appears to be a double LP with some killer and a lot of filler. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I got a, I got, a, I got that wrong because when you were talking about the greatest hits, I kind of, I got twisted around a bit. Ah, okay. And I was wrong because compilations, you never see Michael Jackson songs on compilations. No, no. No, so he did not need to put on it. So I would like to correct myself for that because right. he would have reined this in and, 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 you know, he would not have... You wouldn't see these on a lot of comps, for sure. They, they, they put out their own compilations. Yeah. So your correction is noted. Thank you. Uh, the Jacksons still perform shows to this day, mainly at casinos. Yep. Uh, of course, they gank a lot of Michael Jackson solo material and old Jackson 5 stuff. So they're basically making... I mean, look, I, they I'm did... I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the, all of that. Mm -hmm. Anything that you used to play yourself, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, torture is nowhere to be found on the set list. If it has ever been played live, the instances would be few and far between. Yeah. Uh, in terms of showing up in the media, I only have one uh, instance. It makes an appearance in the season two episode of Beavis and Butthead. Yes. As soon as the music video starts, they ask, where's Tito? <laughs> yes. Uh, they're amused by the dance scene in the rubber, which uh, they say should have been the Super Bowl halftime show. Ah, yes. Uh, then they ask about Tito again and say that he used to be in the Village People. So, <laughs> uh, should we get to lyrics? Let's do it. <laughs> yes. So the lyrics are, I don't know, just a bunch of stuff as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But the opening two lines are great. It was on a street so evil, so bad that even hell disowned it. Yeah, I love that right too. To me. Uh, I enjoy lowliness or hearts of fire. I am here to serve all masters. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> so one misconception is that the lyrics are about sadomasochism and physical torture. 
claims that Susan Baker of the Parents Music Resource Center uh, had at one time made. The lyrics to the song are about a relationship that is about to end and how the feelings of love become torture when a breakup is nearing. One of the members of the relationship is still in love with the other and feels the breakup is torture. Uh, Chatbeat GPT says, in the lyrics, the singer expresses feelings of frustration, heartache, and betrayal caused by their partner's behavior. They feel trapped and tormented by the ups and downs of the relationship. The song's chorus includes the lines, torture, it's torture, it's torture, it's torture, it's torture, it's torture when I'm not with you. So, Oh my god. Thanks, ChatGPT, for that. I love it, I love it. Amazingly, there are no comments about the song on song facts or song meanings. You know, they're really dropping the ball because there's some there's some dirt. There, you could mine a lot of garbage out of this. Yeah, I had to look through the comments on YouTube. So many comments from people that are just like, Michael Jackson gone too soon. <laughs> like shit like oh that, gosh. right? Uh, but <sighs> a, a few of note that I was able to grab. We have Eldo59 saying, not having this kind of music today is torture. He said that two yes! years ago. <laughs> Uh, I love it. No, no. KS4GG said, for those who aren't in the know, this is why Joe Jackson was pivotal in his boy success. Without Joe, those boys would be dead or working in the Gary Steel plants. So. Okay, that's something. Probably a few. That's a, that's a stance to take. Yeah, probably a few least, less bruises and scars, look, too. Look, just saying. Of, and we like to kind of poke fun at the, at the other Jacksons, but they're talented dudes. Yes. Yeah. And not just the dudes. I mean, obviously, even. The, you know, like uh, Janet and Rebby and, and Latoya. I mean, these were talented kids and adults. Of course they would have. And Michael Jackson would not, would totally have been uh, a star. So come on. Yeah, but Joe's methods, like, would not fly today, everybody. Absolutely so, not. Yeah. They shouldn't have flown back then. Yeah. They, you know, anyway. Rock Girl Media said, it was torture till Michael's voice came in. <laughs> yes. Uh, I disagree, but that is, that's still, that's a great comment. All right, let's go to the reception. Okay. <laughs> it just Ooh. got 10 degrees colder in my house. <laughs> Torture debuted on the Billboard. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Torture debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 chart during the week of August 17th, 1984 at number 48 between There Goes My Baby by Donna Summer and Turn to You by Go-Go's. The Donna Summer song is a cover of a Drifter's song and it's pretty 80s riffic. It isn't anything that spectacular. It would peak at number 21. Uh, Turn to You was on its way down the charts after hitting number 32. I said it's not a bad track, but pretty generic. Torture peaked at number 17 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart during the week of September 29th, 1984. Your top 10 for that week. Number one, Let's Go Crazy by Prince and the Revolution. Yes. Number two, Missing You by John Waite. Number three, Drive by the Cars. Number four, She Bop by Cyndi Lauper. Uh, number five, uh, Megamix.com favorite. I just called to say I love you by Stevie Wonder. Oh, come on. Number six, What's Love Got to Do With It by Tina Turner. Uh, number seven, The Warrior by Scandal featuring Patti Smith. Ah, we covered that way back in the early days. Yeah. Number eight, The Glamorous Life by Sheila E. Uh, I think written by my uh, by Prince. Yes. Number nine, Cruel Summer by Bananarama. And covered number two. Yeah. Number ten. Oh, Bruce. Cover Me by Bruce Springsteen. Yes. About a month later, during the week of October 27th, 1984, Torture, right by Halloween, everybody. Torture peaked in Canada at number 12 on the RPM 100 singles charts. 
Uh, here is your top ten. I just called to say I love you at number one. Disgusting. Probably from all the times you requested it. Woo. <laughs> it was me. Uh, Let's Go Crazy at two. The Warrior at three. Missing You by John Wade at four. Wake Me Up Before You Go Go by Wham at five. Blue Jean by David Bowie at six. We're Not Gonna Take It by Twisted Sister at seven. <laughs> The Glamorous Life at 8, Drive by the Cars at 9, What's Love Got to Do With It at number 10. All right. Uh, nothing interesting uh, written by Walt that week, so let's just move on. Okay. In the United Kingdom, Torture, Pe- uh, Torture peaked at number 26 on September 8th, 1984. But here's your top 10 anyways. Why not? Uh, I just called to say I love you at number 1. My God. Careless Whisper by George Michael at 2. Yes. At number 3, Ghostbusters. Yes. Number four, Black Lace with a song called Agadu. <laughs> Agadu. <laughs> uh, number five, Like to Get to Know You Well by Howard Jones. Number six, Elton John with Passengers. And number seven, Dr. Beat by Miami Sound Machine. Nice. Number eight, Pride, open parenthesis, In the Name of Love, close parenthesis by U2. Number nine, Big in Japan by Alphaville. And at number 10, Laura Branigan with Self-Control. We covered that way back in the day. We sure did. We talked a lot about The Undertaker on that episode (laughs) because of the creatures. Uh, Glancing at chart positions, mostly in the teens, uh, broke into the top 10 in Belgium and uh, on the U.S. hot dance club play charts. Otherwise, you know, a hit, but not like a number one hit or anything like that. For sure. Reception for the song was mixed. The Philadelphia Inquirer said that the song was a hard rock dance tune with blaring synthesizers and buzzing guitars. Mm -hmm. The reviewer, however, didn't like the song, summing it up with one word, yawn. (laughs) The Sacramento Bee complimented Jackie Jackson for being the only person besides Michael to rise above the generic, citing Torture as one of two songs by Jackie that were more than exceptional on the album. William Ruhlman of All Music considered the track uh, a track pick and mentioned that its popularity probably had to do more with the fact that Michael Jackson was involved, to which I said, no shit. (laughs) Exactly. The official music video has 9 million views over the last nine uh, years on YouTube. It it needs more. It needs way more. We'll talk about it. (laughs) The song has 27 million streams on Spotify as of October 2023. Should we talk about covers and samples? Let's do it. Who Sampled has two instances where the song was sampled. The first is in a track called 1984 by Sam I Am, which stinks. Okay. The other the other is a track called Jack's On by DJ Color. I don't know if that's the <laughs> I, I do like that that title. Uh-huh. From 2011, it's a dance version of the song. I said it's fine for what it is. Okay. Uh, Jose Galicio covered this track in 2007. I said it's very similar to the original track. It's fine. And that's it. Let's go to the music video. Wow. All right. Let's do it. An unusually long section for this podcast music video. uh, Directed by Jeff Stein and Bruce Walmsley. Uh, who was the scenic designer. Jackie Jackson also oversaw the production, acting as an advisor. The dancing skeletons were animated by Peter Wallach Enterprises. Thank you, Peter Wallach. Uh The video was probably best known for Michael not being available. So when you see Michael in the video, it is a wax dummy. (laughs) It's 
awesome. Jermaine also doesn't appear in the video. Michael was busy with other obligations. Jermaine just refused to be in the video. Of course he did. The rest of the group decided to shoot the video without them. They in did the not use a wax Jermaine. No. Uh, in the why, why would you need to? In the video, various acts of torture are displayed. And various members of the band are usually on the receiving end. At some points, the video looks like a horror movie. At a later point, a group of skeletons that are supposed to represent the Jacksons are shown dancing. Yep. Uh, director Jeff Stein recalls that the video shoot was an experience that lived up to the song title. Yes. And that sentiment is shared by others involved in the production. It finished over schedule and over budget. By the end, the Jacksons themselves have stopped showing up. Yes, I love it. So apparently, and this is all according to the Wiki, Michael had sketched out his ideas for the shoot in a meeting with the production company and his brothers. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, you know, he uh, everybody figured that he would skip the shoot. So they rented a wax dummy of Michael for Madame Tussauds Museum in Nashville. The dummy was ultimately used in three separate sequences, including the ending sequence that shows the rest of the group standing in a shot. With that arm. (laughs) Yes. Totally a mannequin. The television show PM Magazine later discovered the dummy had been used through a close analysis of the video. Uh, (laughs) Come on. I mean, close analysis. Well, Paul Abdul said, I was so young and naive, I just figured that this was what they normally do in music videos. So That's fantastic. uh, Paul Abdul eventually became the video's choreographer. Nice. Uh, Paul uh, uh, Flattery, a producer with the Picture Music International Production Company, blames the handling of the video by producer Diaz and director Stein for driving the company into bankruptcy. Oh, my God. He said, I'll take the blame for many things, but not that video. Stein responds, we were constantly waiting around for everybody to be ready. It was endless. I don't even know if there was a budget. I do not know what it ended up costing. So no what? shock oh, that it was fucking bankrupt. What, did, what didn't the Jacksons ruin that year? Yeah, exactly. They all, they all sunk the owner of the New, New England Patriots. Yep. And a production company. I love it. Uh, here are my notes. Okay. Uh, pretty random notes. I said... For some reason, the video lasts over six minutes in length and includes an unnecessarily long instrumental introduction. Yep. Uh, I don't know where they're supposed to be. Like, I don't know the setting of this video. I feel like it's a spaceship of some kind. That's what I feel like. I said, are they? I don't know. Yeah, I said, are they supposed to be in outer space? Yes. Uh, Tito shows up. His electric guitar that is shaped like uh, shaped like a star rules. Oh my god! I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't just. It isn't just shaped like a guitar. It also lights up. Yep, yep. That thing is so boss. Uh, I don't know which Jackson it is. The one doing the sexy dancing. <laughs> just yeah. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be Marlon? I think. Yeah, just the gyrations and the fucking Jerry curl, and it's amazing. Oh, I texted you today. Yep. And I said my comment was so much thrusting and gyrating. Yes. Uh, you can immediately see how this video went over budget. The set is super oh, yeah. elaborate. They yep. did. They did not skimp out on special effects, which I said, you know, some are pretty rad, like the explosions. Yeah. Uh, th- there are others that are pretty cheesy. I specifically cited the spider in the spider web sequence. Yes. Uh, at one point, one of the Jacksons pulls goo out of a gnarly eyeball. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah, because it's, it's in his hand. Yeah. He's got an, like, an eyeball coming out of his hand. Yeah, he, That's gnarly. He reaches into a big eyeball and pulls out the goo. Then he looks at his hand, and there's another gnarly eyeball forming yes, in the palm of right. his hand. Yeah. 
I said, it's pretty ballsy to make a visit, a music video for a song featuring Michael Jackson without actually having Michael Jackson in the video. Yep. Uh, lots of dungeon masters with gimp masks and whips in the video. <laughs> yes. Uh, I said, the animated breakdancing skeletons are pretty cool. One of the skeletons does the moonwalk, which is a nice way of getting an MJ reference in the video without having him in the video. Yes. And uh, those are my notes. Do you have any uh, that you'd like to read here? I would just like to read it because that's where my notes are. All right, here we go. All right, so rate the video. Uh, This one caught me off guard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't recall ever seeing this. So I came in blind. And I got to say, I really like this video. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The 80s space aesthetic is delightful. The costumes and the creatures are hilarious. Yep. Um, I love that the lesser Jacksons are working so hard to try and upstage a mannequin. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tito's guitar and uh, outfit are awesome. And come on, the skeletons. Yes. Uh, I even was able to give this a second watch and enjoy it again while finding new funny things I didn't notice the first time. I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. I really enjoy it. <laughs> yes. So look, I mean, they went for it. Yes. They, they they spent money. They had ideas. I don't think that they... like. I think that everyone's idea, they were like, fuck it, let's try it. Like, everything. So, the production budget was definitely spent. They, there's explosions. There's sparklers. There's costumes. There's different scenes. There's, like, a fucking spaceship yep. that opens up. There's this big, long hallway. The dude is trying to approach, like, I don't even know who she is. Like, the Queen of Torture. I, yes. I have no the idea... I have no idea what they're what they're going for, but there are like creatures blocking her, creatures yep. throughout the video, spooky eyeballs, a rubber room. That rubber room uh, sequence, like that effect, is pretty cool, right? It is. The dude okay. is standing uh, standing with like rubber walls around him and people and pushing at the faces. walls. Yeah, it's 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 creepy and awesome. Yeah, so if they want it to be spooky, I think it's fantastic. Uh, the the video, I believe, was widely panned. But yes. I find it thoroughly entertaining. A little bit too long. I'm giving it an eight out of ten. Nice. Uh, how about the song? I was, the song. Uh, okay. So prior to gearing up for this episode, I was kind of on the fence. Yeah. Um, but having given it a few dedicated listens, I like it. I yeah. mean, obviously the fellas sound fantastic. And you know, come on, pre 1995, Michael Jackson's involved, so it's got some serious jam. Yeah. All the little synth blasts are tasty. There's a solo. It's not by Tito. It's by Jack War- Wargo. Um, it's a pretty great solo. It, the whole song is a bit thin sounding. And you know what? I don't really want to take it to four stars in my iTunes library. Yeah. So I'm going to go as close as I can. I'm going to give it a very solid 6.5 out of 10. Oh, nice. Uh, the song is fine. Like, yeah. it, you know, it's not a bad song. It's, uh, I think for the most part, relatively generic. But then fucking Michael Jackson sings in it. Yeah, for sure. And like, again, in these years, like the dude can't go wrong with his fucking uh, singing and his contributions to songs. Sounds tremendous. Totally picks it up. I'm giving the song a six out of ten. Nice. And uh, that's your Halloween present. Oh, the happy Halloween. I hope everybody gets a lot of candy. Yeah. So what do you uh, got cooking for uh, next time? I'm going to make my apologies in advance. We are going to cover (laughs) Axel F. But, but by Crazy Frog. Oh, no. So. I don't know why you did this. Like, you just hate the listeners and yourself and me. So I, I clearly do. Yeah. It's going to be something. 
All right. Well, we got. I, I can't wait. Yeah, you got a week to prep for this one, everybody. And if you're upset that we chose that one, please write us. By the way, go watch the torture music video and tell us what you think. We'd love to know. Yeah. Superhitspodcast at gmail.com, at superhitspodcast on Instagram. And uh, you can reach out to me or just follow me or just don't. Slip with yeah. five eyes or slip on all the social medias. I'm Jamie C. My website, megamix.com.com. Happy Halloween. Good night, friends. See ya, spooky friends. <laughs>